you can go ahead and start it. <gasps> Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Welcome to the podcast, Cassie. Um, what episode is this? This is like 10? I know. 11? This might be 13 or 14. Whoa. 13 or 14. Yeah, can you believe it? It's crazy. We made, we made you so tall and you're on like the tallest chair. I know, chair. I'm already <laughs> way taller. <laughs> I'll put yeah. it down. There we go. No, she's good. So, um, my name is Cassie. I am from Grit Cycle and I am with Matt Bourne, also from Grit Cycle. And we are yeah. Talking Grit. <laughs> And this is our podcast where we invite really cool people that we know either that ride with us or that we do business with. That list is long that we have too. We have a long we have so list. So many cool friends. We have really cool <laughs> friends. And uh, and people who inspire us and that show uh, some different ways in their life where grit plays a factor. And so today I am super happy to have Jen Schroeder on the podcast with us. Hey! I'm so excited. Jen, I really... Cassie has a girl crush on you. Oh, like, you. it's mutual. She, you can see her face when she talks about you. Oh my God. I always say, well, Jen is there. You know, I love her so much. Okay, so this is why I love Jen. So I met Jen almost a year ago. I know, I can't believe it's been that long. I think it's been a year. And Jen and I are both ambassadors for Lululemon in Fashion Island. Hey, I have two. And Matt is a legacy ambassador. <laughs> oh, we all are? Yeah, school. we are. <laughs> Matt is old school. So Matt was an ambassador five years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was five years ago. And so are you actually a Lululemon ambassador or a Viva? It's just Lululemon because there isn't an Iviva one. Okay. So I think they put me, they put my picture in the Iviva section, but it's mm-hmm. technically a Lululemon ambassador. Technically Lululemon. Yeah. Maybe so, they'll have Iviva eventually. I think that they totally should. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, I'm actually surprised they didn't have an Aviva aspect of the fashion show. It probably shouldn't be a woman. It probably should be a kid, though. <laughs> like like some woman. little influencer on Instagram, those yeah. little kids. Yeah. That'd be really cool. For sure. So the reason why Jen is a Lululemon ambassador and we highlighted Aviva is that she is, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna try to say it yeah. the right way. And I, then, there's not really like a description. So, so let's see. Let's see what you got. Okay. So Jen Schroeder is a former phenomenal softball player, women's softball player, and she transitioned into the business of softball, primarily training catchers, yeah, female catchers. And so she has a few different businesses. She has Genshro Catching, where she trains young women, uh, specifically probably, what, 10 to like, 21? As early as like seven now, it's seven. crazy. So really young. So, so you're at Genshro Catching. So right. my, my your Instagram at Jen Shrub. Jen underscore Shrub. Yeah, underscore Shrub. Yeah. yeah. You got to get rid of that underscore. Oh, I love it. It <laughs> just is a separation. I don't know. Visually. I'm against um, underscores and numbers oh, in okay. Instagram okay. handles. But anyway. Fair. So she's Jen Shrub Catching. That's her softball mm-hmm. catching coaching business. She has something called the workshop, which is your training facility right. that is located in, An- do you call it Anaheim? We do. Yeah. Okay. So. It's in Anaheim, kind of near Yorba Linda, Brea, Anaheim Hills, Riverside. It's like Grit Cycle, of, Anaheim Hills. Grit yeah. Cycle, like Anaheim Hills. Like down the street. I could throw a softball there. She could throw a softball there. 
And then she also has partnered up with three other women and has another business called The Package Deal. Mm -hmm. Tell us what The Package Deal is. So The Package Deal took normal softball clinics that used to be more like cattle call. Like I'm sure you've all been to a sporting event of some sort that tries to train you in a concept and there's like 200 kids. You don't really learn anything. It's more of a babysitting service. Mm -hmm. So we took that idea and we made it awesome. We decided to train specific parts of softball. So you're going to come, you're going to intensively learn pitching, catching, hitting, defense, really sprinkle it with life lessons. Like we're teaching people how to be really great human beings Mm -hmm. with teaching them how to play softball. So we travel the country, putting on these events all over the world. We do 50 a year, at least we have an app. We just signed a book deal. So cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now we get to employ the best girls that come out of college. So now it's not just about the four of us, but we have a team of 16 now. And so we kind of stock players in college, look at their social medias. I don't know, kind of like what you guys do with your instructors. I'm sure they yeah. each have their own brand, yeah. but they're representing Grit Cycle. So the same with us, they're representing the package deal. I love it. She, uh, if you don't follow her on social media, even if you aren't a young female softball player, I would love it if you checked her out on Instagram. Tell us today, oh, Jen, Jen underscore, underscore Shrow <laughs> on Instagram. And one of the first things that I noticed about you is that it wasn't so much about talking about catching, although you do. Right. Um, but you really, especially when there's something in the news, whether it's about female empowerment mm-hmm. or bullying or you know things that have to do with young women or women in general, you are outspoken. To put it lightly, (laughs) you're outspoken, but in a way that you would want your, as a mother of a of a young woman, I would want my daughter to hear every single word that you say. Oh, thank you. And uh, it really moved me the first time that I saw you talk about something that didn't really have anything to do with catching, Mm -hmm. but you know she's a, a phenomenal role model for not just young women but all women. You know, even just being able to be confident in what you're saying and have a message and be okay with putting it out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really my goal. Like to me, yes, I'm a softball instructor, but more than that, I am a life coach disguised as a softball player coach. You know, it's like, that's what it is. I think all coaches are that in a way. Like there's, there's so much more than just the sport or whatever you're teaching coaching. There's just so many more things you can teach people than just those things. especially with younger I don't want to say girls because it's no, boys I mean, too. Kids, yeah. and, just kids in general, they're you know they're very moldable. So yeah. as soon as you put them in some front of somebody that's that they should look up to, that's like right. They're so impressionable at yeah. that age, and especially when you get them to a place like when they're sweating, they've exhausted so much energy. It's like their true character comes out. I always yeah. say character doesn't take a time out, yeah. right? Like how you are in one thing is how you are in everything. Definitely. So when you're in that very tired uh i've given everything that i can't like that's when their true colors are going to come out so if you can Mm -hmm. get them to their core right there and really mold them like you say i mean like you're changing them for their life yeah and so when you're working with these girls Mm -hmm. i I, actually i'll I'll think back to that's why i love social media is because i get to watch like i feel like i'm watching these retreats so you just finished yeah two big retreats how many girls came to orange County? oh my gosh okay so let me just tell you guys about this retreat so catching was not very popular like and if you think about it right now you put the gear on it's smelly it's gross like it's not the most desirable position on the softball field so i tried to make catching cool about 10 years ago 
And so I was actually in Europe driving a train from like Italy to somewhere. You're and I'm driving it? Oh no, I wish, oh. I wish that'd be amazing. That would be so cool. <laughs> that would be an even better story. <laughs> and I took out a journal and I thought, like, oh my God, I want to throw this event where it brought people from all over the world to one space where they got spoiled. That they learned, they learned a ton. They got their butts kicked, but really, like, let's spoil catchers. So I had no idea what the response was going to be. I'm like, okay, I want 40 people to come to this thing. That's mm-hmm. it. I have no idea if it's going to sell out in the you know day and two days in the week. Okay, let's just put this thing online. So I just did some lives, put some stuff on social media. This was four years ago, and within 30 seconds, it oversold by double, and we had to turn off the back end of the site. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a good idea. Like, all right, so I had a decision to make. I could either tell half the people you can't come, I could either make two, or I could just go big. So I just went big. And it was extremely successful. And so now, four years in, we do two a year. We have 90 catchers at each event, so 180 kids. They come from 36 states, four countries, and it sells out in 15 minutes. We crashed Stripe's website this year. I remember that. It was crazy. (laughs) It was like, whoa. So it's really fun. But I mean, for people to come from legitimately all over the world, we had a kid from Japan, multiple from Canada, Australia, and then the United States, plus 36 countries in America, or 36 states. I, I, it's just so cool. All with one goal. Too. Like all with one goal to be the best individual person that they can be. It's just so amazing. I remember watching from this last retreat a couple weeks ago, there was a video of three young girls that were up against a wall and they were down in a squat position. And one of them kind of went down to her Uh knees and then got back up again. And that to me, I was like, that girl has grit. Oh, 100%. Oh, I have goosebumps. (laughs) Because that video, she was shaking. Her body was so fatigued, she was shaking to the point where even though she willed it as much as she could, she just felt like she Mm -hmm. gave everything that she had. And that 100% takes grit. That grittiness, I'm going to bite off my right arm to help a team because there's multiple girls on the wall. So it's not just about you Mm -hmm. because if you drop guess what? You're letting the person to your right and left down, right? So, oh my God, I think grit has so much to do with it. And so how is it lessons like that when you're working with the the girl? Do we say girls, young women, ladies? Either or all. (laughs) I don't discriminate against this word. They're girls. That's what they are. So is that just the act of that exercise? Is that what you're is that what you're trying to teach is grit or teamwork or absolutely so for me yes I'm a coach and yes I do a lot of talking at but I want them to figure it out because I know that I'm not going to be there their parents aren't going to be there their coaches aren't going to be there so they have to find it within themselves mm-hmm. so it's providing the situations and the scenarios that allows them to be the best versions of themselves. And sometimes that's a wall sit. Sometimes that's a blocking drill. Sometimes that's sitting in a circle talking about your goals. Sometimes that's trying to hit a bullseye when you're throwing, Mm -hmm. but it's creating scenarios that allow them to figure out how great they are. Because when they walk through the doors, they think they're one thing. And when they leave, they realize how much better they are. That's, I mean, it's Did off. you know Cassie held a plank for 21 minutes? For <laughs> oh, that's event? crazy. 21 <laughs> minutes? 20 minutes and like 33 seconds. That's crazy. Whatever. Whoa. <laughs> but that, you know, it was that same, like I'm listening to you talk and, I, and I'm thinking about Matt and his career and his classes at Grit. And it's almost 
the same, you know? Well, like, that's what I thought. So yeah. I just started going to grit, what, two months ago? Yeah, a little bit longer. Anaheim right. Studio. And the, my first class that I took, I remember during the Hillsong, because when it's, you know, kind of quieter, you're, you get to think a little bit more. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is what the workshop is. This is what Gen Show Catching is. This is what Package Deal is. Everyone walks into that room with a different... Uh, car different outfit on they come from a different house they come from all these different places and their goal is to be the best version of themselves however if you're not in rhythm with everybody in that room and if you as an instructor aren't creating that scenario that situation like there's something magical that happens when every single person is hitting their push-up or hitting their tap back or whatever it's just amazing and that's when you end up growing the most yeah I mean, that is, I think you teach yeah. that in the class. So much easier to teach adults than little kids. Oh, I'm sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> little kids, oh God, it can be, it can be interesting. So how, what do you learn from the girls? Oh, so much. Well, one, I think it's really interesting to talk about kids. You know immediately when they walk through the door, like if they come from a family that has two parents that live there or what, like just from how they act, you can see so much about themselves. So for me, I personally, I'm definitely a go-getter. I'm definitely loud and boisterous and intense, right? So for me, I've learned empathy. I've learned compassion. I've learned that people come from all different backgrounds and not everyone is the exact same and it doesn't make you any less of a human being or any more of a human being because you come from a certain place. Place. And to me, I see kids that come in as one thing and they've put themselves in a box. Their parents have put themselves in a box. Their coaches mm-hmm. have put themselves in this box. And then when I watch them bust through that box and end up competing for Team USA, you know, like, so for softball, we're back in the Olympics 2020. We haven't been in the Olympics. So knock on wood. I mean, I currently have all the catchers on the team. So, you know, I should have the catcher for me to see a little girl from the age of 11 dream of one day representing her country in the Olympic games and that never being a chance. And now them having a chance to do that. Like that's, that gives you the goosebumps. Hmm, it's a coolest thing in the world. <laughs> Someone, so the girls in our office are crying. <laughs> they have goosebumps. Too. Joe, sorry. I take that back. Andrea is just for the record. Andrea is not crying. <laughs> she's not. She's not I'm crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> so you, I know you travel. Wait, what is the amount of days you travel oh, every year? I don't even. I, we do 50 events a year, so we travel a lot. She's traveling a lot. So, other than going to Grit Cycle, yes, and buying shoes at Nordstrom, I can you believe yeah. the seven dollars seven dollars shoes? <laughs> um, I told you I stock everything. I know, but I was really excited about. I those know deals. what you're doing at all. <laughs> um, what do you do for like? How do you decompress? I'm really bad at it, to be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. I'm not good at it. Um, my husband and I just bought a new house like six months ago, yeah. so I think that's been really good for me because. I don't know. It's a good piece of property and there's a beautiful pool. So kind of just having alone time because I'm always around people. Yeah. I'm always like very stimulated, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. being able to, I don't know, kind of do nothing. Yeah. And I'm bad at it. I'm a big fan of doing nothing. I, I, I'm trying to get, I, it's a goal to get better at it. <laughs> and then how do you, um, I, I know we've talked about finding balance yeah. and that it can be elusive. Mm-hmm. And so what are your tips for like when you travel to stay 
semi-balanced. To me, it's always trying to eat really clean and then trying to get sleep. Like you can get really caught up in, okay, I'm on the East Coast, so that's really 2 a.m. California time. Like to me, it's it's 6 a.m. It doesn't matter. Like I can't get into the game of it's 2 a.m. because then you start to really screw with your own brain. Yeah. Um, so just making sure I sleep, drinking a ton of water, and flying first class really helps. I think that is a really good tip. It really does help a lot. Hot tip. Um, who's someone that inspires you? My dad, to me. So my dad came to America from Germany as a German immigrant, not knowing any English at all with zero dollars. And his dad, my grandfather, started a construction company that my dad, my dad then took over. So started to build like retaining walls in backyards to then building huge like Bellaterra and Savvy Ranch, like big time uh, complexes. Mm -hmm. So for me, just that work ethic, seeing him get up every single day and leave before we'd be out of bed and come home, just that work mentality really, really, really inspires me. That's a story that we hear pretty often from one of our favorite people, Gary Vaynerchuk. (laughs) (laughs) But I wonder if that's... I, don't, I mean, do you think it's being a child of an immigrant? Oh, that, I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, yes, I grew up in Orange County. I'm the oldest of four girls, so I was automatically raised the toughest just because I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. But we had family dinner every single night. Every single night, we sat as a family around a table. Didn't matter how many lessons we had to go to. I mean, my parents had more kids than them, right? Mm-hmm. People weren't. Your sisters driven. agree that you're the toughest. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Like, no, I was raised so tough. You have no idea. But it's like you, you know when you hear stories of your grandparents having to lay out their clothing because it's World War II and bombs are going off, and when mm-hmm. you hear that, you get dressed. Like, there's there's nothing that we can compare to. Right. That's so true. Oh. Pretty crazy. I mean, I feel like I could just ask you a thousand questions (laughs) just because I want to just watch your face as you're answering them. But I'm going to let Matt ask the final question. Okay. Uh You won. The one One question. The big question at the end. If you had a billboard, what would it say? Expect better, be better. Expect better, be better. That might be the best one so far. I think that's the best one so far. Oh, wait, right? <laughs> Expect it of yourself and, and be better. Yeah. It's definitely something that we as a company, uh, like a motto or a mantra or, you know, like Katie will say, when you're good to grit, grit is good to you. Yeah. But, like, he teaches me, like expect more out of yourself but he never asks me to do more than i'm capable of right and so i think that's a good one yeah you might have to put that up on a wall somewhere totally okay i have a question for you guys okay so you talked to me about grit so what does grit mean to you and why did you name your company it we talk about this all the time. Oh, is it a boring all question? The time. No, 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 but it's like it. a conversation because it's a lot. It's, it's a different thing to everybody. I think there's there's so many meanings of grit. Grit came from Marisa. There was obviously an attachment with John Wayne uh-huh. and True Grit and the shape of our logos and eye patch, which you wore. And oh, I never even realized and any so of this. Pa- yeah, we call it the eye patch. Um, wow. So that was kind of and I think grit's just something and there's. I don't know, my background, I actually grew up in Iowa, ah. not too far from where John Wayne was born. God, that's my least favorite state in America. It is the state. worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my, sister, my, sister, so my sister still lives there, so I have to go back there. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. But, but to, for, for me, grit's a lot more, obviously, than a workout, than a spin studio. And I think just in the way you explained it, the, how you walk through the door, I think that's like, has a lot to do with it. It's a, there's a way to check out. There's a way to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a way to be part of something bigger than just your workout. And, you know, when you feel better leaving there when you walked in, stronger than yeah. you walked in, like all those little things are all little baby steps to being a better person. Like there's just, there's a lot of places where you don't get positive feedback, where you don't mm-hmm. get like going to work out, you don't have other people encouraging you. Right. Like, like there's, there's so many different things that are like, I think just the positivity in general, like that's a big thing that we've been pushing as a culture of our company is positivity because those little things make some huge differences. Absolutely. When you start, when you start to change that aspect, it's like, it's like a switch. Right. Like you start to change oh, yeah. and things automatically start getting well, bad. And then, and then you're really bad. developing that culture that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So what's next for Grant? <clears throat> we want more studios in Orange <laughs> County. Um, we'd love to have some kind of traveling aspect to grit, whether it's a destination studio or being able to bring bikes to places and put on cool cycling classes like at Coachella yeah. or something like that. So yeah. that's next, but always, you know, developing where and what we already have. So you know, we can look at Costa Mesa and say, well, you know, every class is pretty packed and mm-hmm. where's the room for growth there? But it, it, the room for growth is adding a few classes here and there, helping those instructors build their classes, mm-hmm. helping instructors continue to get better, be better, mm-hmm. expect more. So we hold little workshops, everything from voice lessons to uh, doing CPR, just, you know, cool. whatever, just wow. how can you... Um, develop what we already have and make it the best and then obviously working within the newer studios in Anaheim Hills and Long Beach to get to know those clients get to know the instructors better um, and helping those clients and those studios feel that same sense of community that we do in Costa Mesa and in Dana Point. So it takes time for oh, people yeah. to get to know each other. I think in Anaheim Hills where you Yeah, there's, start, there's a for sure little culture that's there's definitely there. Yeah. yeah. And I wrote an email last night back to the Anaheim studio um, letting them know that it was really one of the first studios that I've experienced within the Grit company of where the the staff that's working there uh-huh. really is supportive of the clients of the instructors and you know in there riding talking goofing around playing you know getting to know everybody they're so great they they're, really are yeah. yeah they all deserve a raise Just <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, no but they really are yeah, great yeah. like i was i left for a week and so girls that i don't even really know were like oh we, did you go somewhere you're back like everyone just kind of knows each other yeah. and they support the instructors they are. all of them not just their favorites yeah. it's not clicky yeah. it's everyone supporting it's everyone, everyone. And all of our staff in all of our studios is really good like that. But I think in particular in Anaheim Hills, something that I'm seeing is just that um, excitement and passion and enthusiasm for the classes that they're going to and the instructors that they're getting to know. And I'm really proud of them as a company, uh, as someone working in corporate, watching that. And um, because I think it's going to lead to their success, more and more of their success. So um, continuing to develop that. And I think that's what is definitely on the forefront of my list of things to do cool. so what about yours and she's going 
to New York. I'm for going to New York. York. <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited about yeah. that. Too. So who knows what will come of that? I know. Who knows? It can change everything. Yeah. We're expecting it to change everything. Yes. So. Yeah. No, no, we have some really cool like little things that keep happening and we have little opportunities to do things and spread the grit love so people need to pay attention and follow oh. us on Instagram we've got some really cool events coming up so yeah. I think everybody's going to want to be part of it and I don't know if the gritty up obviously you weren't there this year no because I was traveling yeah, but I'll definitely but ne- no, next yeah, year's gritty up out of my calendar is going to be huge. Huge. Awesome. Do you have the date? Do you have the date already? <laughs> yes, we do. Friday, May thirty first. May thirty first. Okay. Oh, it's always during World Series. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, okay. I know. She has work. I'll fly back and back or something. <laughs> well, thank you so much for yeah, coming. Yeah, thank you for having us. Good hang out. All right. This is Talking Grit with Matt and Cassie and Jen. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next time or hear you next time. Bye.